No, can we? Oh, so we can we start this episode then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving away gold, y'all. Gold. Okay. Is it gonna be gold? We don't know. We don't even know what Rick's gonna say. It could just be real crappy. I don't know. When or Rick amazing. Talks, it's or magic. Five. Wow. Four. Three. Scientific two, magic. One. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Holly. I'm, oops, I'm not Holly. I'm Jose. I it literally was, was going to say I'm almost Holly. Perfect. It was almost I was perfect. I completely Holly. surprised y'all. I didn't even tell y'all who was going to do the intro. I just did it. It was great. And it was almost perfect. It was a pause. So I'm like, well, I guess he's waiting for me to say something. And I did. But then he started. But that already started. <laughs> Here we are. I was because I was thrown off guard. I wasn't. There was no yawn. There was no bear pause. There was all of that. There was, was just, all of that. I just didn't say. It. Oh, I didn't see any of that. I, I didn't see any it. of it. All, all I, all I saw was a uh, hey, look at Did y'all know that it's our hundredth episode? <laughs> Man, I wish I. Had, oh, I wish I had some DJ horns ready for that, but I didn't. Remember, remember the time I tried to say "This is America" and I tried to play that song, and it, it was like really, un, it was really low it and didn't work, uneventful. Yeah, I was terrible. So never again. Um, anyway, hundred episodes. Wow, I never thought we would be here, especially when we quit doing the show at the beginning <laughs> of last year. Uh, <laughs> but it's been a wild ride, and I like the direction we are going. There's a direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. A direction. We yeah. added a third, a third host. Where is this That's direction? We had a third host. We're always so spinning towards the future. We're becoming more inclusive. The third host is kind of spiraling us down to the. We, no, we need another host. The third host is also talking more about herself in third person. Yeah, what is. Now, next is going to be live streaming. Yeah, the Catching third host everything. is not happy about that. But I, have to put on, I can't just wear my pajamas. I think, no. like, put well, on who says you clothes. can't wear pajamas? This is your Rick podcast. Says, Rick you says can wear whatever you want. Oh, Rick says you can't. Well, that's fair. <laughs> the last, Zoom call, the last Zoom call that I did in my pajamas, I had a blanket that I read. And he was oh, like, what was it for? What was the Zoom call for? Church. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, he wanted well, me to like put clothes on and I'm like, I've got a blanket. Like nobody knows I'm in my pajamas. And he was like, you can't just wear the blanket the whole time. I'm like, look at me doing it. This makes me sound very controlling. No, a little just, bit. Well, like, my pajamas. And you said, will sit in your chair. My pajamas had words on it that probably shouldn't have been church. Appropriate. What were the words? I want to. What is going on here? I'm just saying. What were like, the words? That's why I had to blanket. What were the words though? <clears throat> your face. <laughs> I don't know. My the words were your face. Just I can understand face. that. It was, a, it was your face on our pajamas. If you want to tell us it about my your pajamas, pajamas, where should they email us? As a... They can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. It sounded like you said Facebook. Facebook, uh, like I'm from Canada. <laughs> you can tweet us at IGTGS show. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. Go to youtube and search is going to get stupid podcast and like and subscribe and lastly leave us a voicemail at 281-698-7043 the lines are open and remember always leave a comment comments really help us get the word out there guys stop (laughs) (laughs) um no but seriously leave a comment five star rating we need it um today we're going to be talking about um Black Falcon <laughs> in the Winter Soldier. <laughs> no, no, Miss Captain America named, in the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, oh, spoiler. I guess not really. I mean, it really shouldn't be. You should have known when this be. was coming. If, yeah. Um, Technically, going. like uh, every other like pop culture comic book podcast, like releases their episode like the day of an episode comes out. We give you guys a week. Yeah, I've been plenty of time. Well, and by the time it actually gets posted, it's wow. going to be like a month later. So wow. 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 That was a dig. Wow. 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 So I think, uh, I mean, from what we've talked about before, because we've only done one episode or two episodes on the show. We've only done one. And we really tried not. We really tried hard not to talk about it because it's only it was only six episodes. We want to just kind of talk about it all at once and not just like recap every episode because we're not like a Captain America and 
Winter Soldier recap show. So we could have been <laughs> anyway. Um, but I think the overall consensus is that we really <laughs> enjoyed this show. I did. It was so good. Yep. Yeah. Was I, I didn't better? know what to, I didn't know what to expect because one division was so good, and I was like, uh, I mean, I I wasn't really sure how they were going to handle it, um, so I wasn't really sure. I knew I'd like the story, but I just thought it would be less uh, fantastic because it was for TV. But it was really good. Jose, you so, have to ask a question. Yeah, I mean, comparing it to to WandaVision is not fair, but like, do you think it was the experience was better, or same than WandaVision? So I think WandaVision is a bit of a uh, is a bit of an island upon itself because it doesn't mm-hmm. fit anything else in the MCU. Right. I think as far as like stuff that that we're used to in the MCU, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was actually better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's more not atypical. I wouldn't say. But more along the lines of what you would watch in a normal MCU yes. experience. It was a really long movie. It was. It was. But I feel like you know a lot of times um, in most of the MCU movies, we don't get enough like character development. Yeah. And I think having this be six episodes long, each episode being roughly like fifty three minutes long, um, I think we got to get a, a lot more backstory into what the characters are dealing with. Yeah, um, and also just uh, spoiler alert: we are going to spoil show. If you haven't watched it, I would say go watch it, but it's like your own fault. Just deal with it. <laughs> You're spoiled. You're spoiled. <laughs> so, um, couple things: Sharon Carter is the power broker. Yes. Yeah, I don't like now, it. I don't like it. What? Now, I watched some things online. Yep. Um, I think it was Screen Crush or something where the guy was basically, and I'm sure other people have talked about it, where they theorize that she's been evil the whole time, this whole time, hmm. not just this show, but even when we first met her. Do you think she's working like she's for Madame Hydra? A, well, okay. So there's a couple of things that could happen. One, she could be a scroll. Okay. Um... From the beginning uh, or just this, the version of her? Yeah, I think from the beginning, actually. Hmm. Um, I don't know And then uh, maybe. And then Julia Dreyfus' character, the Contessa, is also a scroll. I don't know about Um, that. I'm just just saying things that could be. Um, Or she could have been a Hydra agent back then as well, but switched sides when the whole thing went down to curry favor or to, to, to survive anyway. And then became the power broker or she's not really the power broker and she's working for the power broker. Yeah. I would say that's probably more likely if she's like, if there's a twist in this to where I, w- I would say that's more likely that she is not actually the power broker, but um, I, I do and don't like the idea of her being the actual power broker. Um, I'm glad that they're using Sharon Carter more. I think she was a bit underused throughout the majority of the of the MCU. Oh, yeah. So I, I think it's good that they're they're introducing it uh, or use, utilizing her character more. I like the idea of because in the comic books the power broker was just like some generic dude, right? Like I'm sure you had a story, but um, yeah, I like them keeping her as a villain or kind of moving in that direction. Even though I don't necessarily like making the Sharon Carter character a villain. I think if they're going to mm-hmm. keep her, I think if they're going to name her as the power broker, they should keep her as the power broker and not do the bait and switch where like the power broker is actually a dude that she's been working for the entire time. Yeah. I, I think she can be the power broker, yep. but not actually be the one in charge. Yeah, like yeah. she still answers to somebody else. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like a Madam Hydra or something else yeah. or, you know, some weird something else or a scroll. She could be a scroll. She could be. I, I, I think, think it'd be cool if she was a scroll. I think this is going to lead, or like some of the videos I watched said that this kind of leads into the Secret Invasion show that they're doing. Yes. Um, which would mean that she could be a scroll because that's going to have yeah. a lot of scroll stuff going on. Exactly. I think. Is it? I mean, if you have to watch it, maybe we'll link that video if I send it to you. Yeah. Because of course they make some really interesting, good points about you know what was going on. I, I did like the inclusion of Julie Louis Dreyfus in the show. I thought that was a good little surprise, um, and 
I don't know, even though her part was very small in this series. We uh, still love her. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just it was good to see a different face um in the whole MCU. Uh, they had to they did a really good job of keeping her role secret. Um and oh, so yeah. like they had to like dress her like they would get her dressed and then before she would like leave her trailer or whatever, they would put her in like a full body cloak and then walk and like walk <laughs> her to set so that you couldn't tell who she was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But I I I, I don't know much about the Madame Hydra character or the Contessa, whichever name that they're they're gonna use for her. Um but that was interesting. I, I like that inclusion. I liked the payoff at the end of the series with um uh US agent. John Walker. Would yeah. You... I I I like John Walker a lot, actually. So they um, did a really good job of creating a character that you absolutely hated in the beginning. But I don't know why. Like I don't understand that actually. Cause like he's being compared to some of the worst villains, like characters, TV characters you like hate uh, like King Joffrey from game of Thrones. The dude is a maniac and you definitely hate him, but there was no redeeming qualities in him at all. Yeah. There was nothing redeeming yeah. in him. There was a couple other ones where people just like hate. I mean, you know, but like John Walker was just trying to do his job. Like literally, so I think like they, got to- they they paint they created a character that you didn't like compared to like, you know, um, uh, Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers. or yeah, Sam yeah. Wilson total, as being Captain total. America, or even or even Bucky as being Captain America. Um, but they didn't push him too far to where the redemption story at the end of it was far fetched. Yeah, no, it's correct. Like you could tell why he lost control and that he struggled with that losing control. But it was that scene where he's in front of the the Senate and he's like, you made me this way. What are you talking about? And then when I do what you asked me to do, like you created me to do, then now I'm in trouble. Like what the heck? Which is interesting because that's a big theme. Not, not, you know, that, but being a soldier basically and PTSD and the horrors of war and coming back to, you know, reality and different things you know kind of that kind of situ- being um and that was kind of the theme of captain america winter soldier right yeah. with him and sam so they talked a lot about that as well um so i know sam is going there it's interesting each of the characters are kind of going through it differently their military service yeah and how they're dealing with it even zemo for instance who is basically killing super soldiers <laughs> that's his that's his way to deal with things yeah um, why does everyone just walk out of these Senate hearings? Like, yeah, before they're finished, right? Before they're finished. <laughs> so like John Walker, like, you know, he has this little, little episode. And he just walks out Sharon Carter. They're like, out. you know, we're going to give you a full pardon, you know, welcome back to, to America. And she just walks out. And it was like, would you like your old job back? There's an opening. You maybe yeah. you'd like this. She's like, yeah, I think I would. And turns around and walks, walks away. Out. I'm like, you didn't say thank you or what, what is going on? Like, is there an explosion about to happen that you're a cool guy walking away from explosion? I guess they're just hearings. Like they don't have any, like you could have walked out at any time. I don't know. I kind of want to walk out of a Senate hearing now. Cause it looks cool. Well, you'd have to do something to actually get a Senate hearing. They would tap well, you to I'm the ground. Gonna, <laughs> you think so? I'm going to, I'm going to go. We are and, not done here. I'm, I'm going to work my tail off. To get to go to a Senate hearing about something. So first of and all, then I'm just just, just that is never going to happen because <laughs> Jose like said turn and Jose leave. said work my tail off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm make this my life's mission. The most he's going to do is Google search how do I get a Senate and then nothing. That'll be it. That'll be it. He'll be done. I'll be like Julie. No, can at... you add it to my to do list? No, I'll I'll be like, how do I get to a Senate hearing? And I'll be like, oh, that's way too much work. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind, guys. Sorry. Never gonna walk away. And then I'll just pretend to do it or something. I don't know. Like I'll just do it in my head. I've done it in my head several times already. Left the Senate hearing. Yep. Yeah, I guess. Um, I was I was honestly like, so let's talk about. Because the, they kind of, you know, this is the underlying theme of Carly's mission, right? Yeah. Yep. And it, it is basically, um, if people didn't understand it or didn't care about it because they're like, oh, I want to watch the Falcon fly and kick somebody. Um, when the people came back from the snap, they had no place to live, but they kicked out the other people, right? 
Is that what it is? They displaced the people that had taken over because at this point the world had kind of become more closer together and there was less of a government because things were kind of in chaos and everybody kind of banded together. But then when the people snap back, they're like, well, we need to redraw the lines again and kind of get things back to normal. No, so, I, I saw it as the opposite that when the people came back, they didn't, they, have, a they, place to they didn't have a place to stay. So they threw them in refugee camps. Okay. Cause I wasn't sure. I, th- I felt like they yeah. like, they displaced them or something. No, so like because they were they talked about like going back home and someone else and living someone else there. Being there. So I, I think it was. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it was opposite. I mean, I guess it wasn't fully clear, but that's how I took it. The way I took okay. it is basically like if you got snapped, you were considered dead. Right. Right. So so your social security like if it, you still had family, they would get your home. But if you didn't have family, you right. just went back to I don't know, just the pot of homes that could be sold. Right. And so when you when you came back, you you, you basically started over with, with nothing, nothing. Nothing. Right. Like so like, you know, let's take this into financial terms. Like if you had credit, like your credit's gone. Right. Because you now yeah. you no longer had any credit. You have no renter's history. You have none. You have none of that um, because you were gone for five years. Right. So basically, they banded together as, you know, part of this snap. And, you know, they're the ones that came back. And then they're from different backgrounds. It didn't matter anymore. Like, line, you know, boundaries didn't matter to them anymore because they had all shared a common experience kind of deal. Yes. And then the governments now are trying to take that away. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I gathered. So let's, let's talk about the story. Um, Okay. For a second, because there's from what I've gathered and what other people on YouTube have, have said, um, the majority, like a lot of this story had to be rewritten. Um, really? So there was there was a sub story that was going on during the entire time that involved a pandemic, which is. Um, oh, okay. so you never learn of why uh, the Mama Donya character like they 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 eventually change it to tuberculosis, but you never really learn like why she was so sick. And like what was going on within um, within the uh, refugee camps, right? Um, they just kind of threw that in there as like an emotional catalyst for Carly. Um, mm-hmm. When in the second episode, when they are chasing them down in the 18 wheelers and uh, Bucky gets into the truck, he tells Sam um, they're transporting vaccines, right? And so again... I think we're all in vaccine land uh, yeah. with COVID. It didn't. It didn't register. It didn't really register that there would need to be a reason to transport vaccines. This takes place six or seven months after the snap, or after everyone comes back. So this comes is back. in 2024. Second snap. Yeah. Second snap. Yeah. But so, it was like four billion people worldwide that right. came back. So you have four billion people right. with nothing. Right. But so. There was a pandemic storyline that right. that that was occurring that they completely rewrote out. I believe the original name of the uh, or the name of the production company because whenever a movie or a TV show is made, they always create an LLC to to like funnel the money through um, and pay for things. Was called Pandemic Productions, and oh, so wow. they had to remove all of that. And that's why in certain spots where um, there's a scene in the episode where. Um, John Walker kills one of the Flag Smashers. There's a mm-hmm. scene where they're kind of the the main group of Flag Smashers is kind of sitting outside like uh, exterior of a building and they're watching this weird like fake news program um, that has these explosions going on. And there's like this weird like uh, ADR bit of audio like voiceover that's happening, right? Um, all of that kind of seemed like out of place because it was talking about a pandemic that was happening instead of like what the flag smashers were actually doing right so so there was this whole pandemic storyline that was that was happening throughout like the refugee camps and everything or at least that's what's speculated that they that when they finally decided to air this they decided to remove that because of covid actually happening too close to home a little bit too close to home too close yeah yeah that's dumb they shouldn't have done that so they just they took it out but that's why like in the very last episode, like the very beginning of it, it seems a little disjointed. They also reuse one of Carly's lines. Um, there's a scene before, um, like right after she, after she calls Sam's sister and she's talking with other Flag Smashers and she's kind of like, she she does like a by any, any means necessary line. Well, they reused another take 
of that line at the beginning of the last episode. That was a little bit more emotional, a little bit more um, like emotionally charging for the rest of her group. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of little stuff like that they had to do like that in order to like make the story cohesive because I believe this was all done filming like 2019. Um, oh, wow. Before, before the pandemic, you know, even started because Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out first and then it was going to be WandaVision and then it was going to be um, Loki. So they had to redo it. They had to redo it. And that's why yeah. it took longer. So, huh. oh, and um, they, someone also noticed that when they're talking to Dr. Nagel about the 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 super uh, human serum, super soldier mm-hmm, serum, mm-hmm. when he says tuberculosis, um, talking about that, you know, uh, Mama Danya died of tuberculosis or tuberculosis in the refugee camps. Um, you can tell like his words and the audio don't match, like his mouth and the audio don't match. Um, so they they overdubbed it and that's why like there's certain times when you know you'll have like uh adr come through and you're not actually looking at the person saying something even though it's it's pretty important um because they they had to like kind of rework certain things in order to remove that storyline completely wow so maybe that's i mean maybe that's why the story was a little little bit you know weird there's certain parts of it that rely on you believing in like rely on rely on your brain just like connecting dots right and just assuming that certain things happen um because and and that's the whole reason why because they had to remove parts of it they were almost finished filming before pandemic hit okay. and they had to shut down. So they had to go back after several months and finish shooting in Prague. Gotcha. But they were almost done. So, and that's probably when they did the they whole finish. Um, Sam as Captain America stuff. Or, I mean, it just depends on when, yeah, when they I don't had know it done. What yeah. Order they did, but. Yeah. So, what did y'all think of the suit? I really liked it. I thought it was pretty comic book accurate. Like was, that was, yeah, was that really was the first close, thing Holly said. Yeah, very close to the comic. I have book. a little nitpicky detail. Oh man! About oh, it. Of course, of about it. Course. Um, the shoulder pads, the the the, the, the shoulder <laughs> the shoulder like little side like like the shoulder caps, the pauldrons. Sure, whatever you want to call them. They're called pauldrons. Okay, I feel like they stick out way too way too far. I think they did. <laughs> I agree. Like they made him look really blocky and like, um, what's his face? Anthony Mackie. Like he's a, he's a pretty well-built dude. Um, so I don't think he needed the extra shoulder pieces. Um, it just, it made him look like a rectangle a little bit. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm looking at a picture. It's kind of weird. It's weird. And then, wh- and then if you look at like, like the... if you look at like us agents uniform, right? Like he has the pauldrons as well, but they're not as pronounced. So I feel like they they yeah. should just they should just shave those down a little bit. Other than that, I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was it was probably one of the more comic book accurate, like yeah. modern era comic book yeah. accurate uh, costumes that they've had in a long time. Um, yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing more of it. I thought he did a really <laughs> good job. Um, you know, I don't know. I think the whole thing about this series is they took a side character like Falcon. And really turned him into a top tier superhero, and and same thing with Winter Soldier, right? Because throughout all the MCU, whenever the Winter Soldier appears, he's just like when he introduces himself in uh, Infinity War, he's like, um, how does he refer to himself? Like a, a mentally unstable hundred year old guy, right? Yeah. Like he's always kind of like down on himself, and um, they kind of play that play him off as that character, right? He's either the villain or he's a guy that you can't really trust. And I think they finally turn him into away from being the winter soldier and into a hero in this series, or at least they started him more so down that journey than they had before. And with Falcon, um, instead of just a dude that has wings, like, because even, uh, when he's fighting crossbones at the end of winter soldier, uh, and the whole building is collapsing. The first thing crossbones says to him is you're out of, you're out of your depth. Right. Like when they when they go toe to toe fighting and I finally feel like they elevated Sam's character to be able to go toe to toe with whoever they wanted. Well, he did get beat by Ant-Man. 
Well, I mean, he did, but I, I just think they finally elevated him. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, he got beaten. I'm probably, maybe he won't get beat by a man now. <laughs> it, was good, it was cool when he caught the truck. Yes. When I like, got a suit I, I, from Wakanda, so yeah. it's, it's yeah, better. It's probably, it's, it's probably reinforcing his strength, too, which is fine. Of course. I, 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 like, I like the way they utilize Falcon to fight in this show. Yes. Because it's ways I never thought, like, when he uses jets to give him more momentum to punch... To when he broke John harder. Walker's arm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all, it's really, you know, it's really cool. Him throwing the shield around and all that, using the shield along with flying. It's really cool. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I liked the wings when they would spread extra wide to like cover him completely. <laughs> yes. I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool. Yeah. And there was one where he like, he, to, to withstand something like they just kind of clamped on the ground. Yes. Yeah. When he was cool. fighting Carly, like right at the end. Mm-hmm. Like he dug, he dug the wings into the ground, yeah. into the concrete. To, to yeah. Take the shield hit when yeah. she struck the shield. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was cool, man. I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> like they never explain like how he's mentally controlling the wings or red wing or anything like that. I think it's a lot like what, um, Iron Man had like the whole, there's a whole like, okay. AI business Jarvis, like, or... within his glasses or his suit. And maybe I mean, that's what Red Wing is. I mean, I think, I mean, because he has his goggles on his whole like contraption. I think yeah. probably it's the same thing. Okay, that's fair. I was kind of hoping, like, secretly <laughs> there was like you know needles going into his back, Doc Ock style. No, to control the wings and everything. Sorry, honey. <laughs> wow. Why? Maybe he really is a falcon. <laughs> That's what that's what it's going to turn out to be. He's literally a falcon that transforms into a man. No. Yes. <laughs> Shaking my head. Maybe. He's a he's a giant falcon. I did like the gonna... um Isaiah Bradley uh story in the payoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay, so let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, okay. Um so, like, I get, you know, there's a lot of themes running through this show, yes. which is, it's good. It's it's all good. It's not a bad thing. Um, You know, the one world, one people. Hey, should we have borders? Should we unite globally? Like, all that kind of thing. Like, yes. should we care about people more? How do we go about doing that? Should it be through violent means and protests and riots? Or should it, I mean, not violent protests, I'm just saying, like, through protests and then riots. Um, or should we do it diplomatically by having a, you know, all these kind of like, how do we go about doing this? Um, and where do we put our faith into? And then you have the storyline about, you know, Sam is an African-American and he understands what it's like to be uh, the black superhero, right? Yeah. That's can't get alone, even though he's an Avenger, yeah. um, you know, um, gets stopped by the police, even though they're looking for Bucky Barnes yeah. <laughs> or they're just, they're, they're harassing. He's getting harassed. And so then he runs in Isaiah Bradley who was experimented on just like the Tuskegee Airmen. Yep. And then when they want to shut him up, threw him in jail. Yep. Um, and, and I was, I'm like, I'm tracking with all that and I get where they're going. But it just seems really heavy-handed at some times, and I'm just like, uh, like is the point? I think the point problem I had, and it wasn't with Isaiah Bradley. It was really with Bucky, like apologizing to to um, Sam about like we didn't, you know, when me and Steve came up with this, when yeah. Steve had this plan, we never thought of what it would feel like. Blah blah. blah. So I was yeah. just like. I guess, man. I don't know. It just seemed out of character. It was weird. It was weird for me, and I didn't like it. So, um, is it is it out of character because traditionally, um, you would get more of a "I'm sorry you feel that way" response? Yeah, I I just I don't think that's how he would have responded. But that's just but that's, like so. The, I think I think it, that goes to another like societal hint at um taking ownership of like it's one thing to like it's one thing to get to to help somebody right mm-hmm. but you know this is there's you know like this is kind of like when helping hurts right um and also being able to acknowledge that because they felt that no one deserves this more than sam right but they didn't think of the I don't want to say consequences, but they didn't think of the consequences of what it meant for him to get that shield. Right. And instead of just saying like, sorry, bro, like you should have just kept the shield, 
you know, and not think of like the weightiness behind what that means to carry that shield. I, I enjoyed his response of like, we didn't think about that. Right. And I think it also acknowledged the fact that as someone in Bucky's state or in Steve's state who are definitely men displaced, you know, from war, they still didn't think about what it felt like to be on the receiving end of and be in Sam's shoes. That's a nuance that they, they, they never had to consider. Yeah, but it wasn't, but it, it wasn't, it, it's a difference between me saying, Hey man, I really didn't think when I gave you this shield, like what it would mean to you. Yeah. Then I didn't realize what it would mean to be a black man getting the shield, yeah. which is a totally different statement. That's, that's my thing about it is that, and it's and I I it pays off later honestly because Sam does wrestle with that. Yeah. He's like, I'm not Isaiah Bradley. I'm not him. I'm trying to do something different, yeah. and I can't let what other people think of me. Do it. But it just leads it leads me down too many paths of like, eh, I don't know about that man. And I, I kind of wish they wouldn't have done it. That's all. Does it bother and you just, that it's because it's Disney that did it? Probably. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Like, I don't, you know me, I don't mind talking about race or having a good discussion around it or even like someone being more self-aware yeah. of their, their racial uh, privilege to under, to, to tell somebody, I didn't understand what it would mean for you we as had, a black we, man. We had to a whole episode shield. about that that no one listened yeah, to. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have is that this is Disney we're talking about who doesn't care. That's the problem. And it's, 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 it's not, it's not, I mean, it's hard because no media is going to be altruistic right. with what they're doing, but especially not Disney. Like so, they really don't care. I, I would say, I, I don't think, I don't think we, we have to stop holding um, production companies and places like that accountable. I think, I think we have to hold them accountable. And I think even though that Disney has released a piece of content that makes a statement, um, we should still hold them accountable to that as viewers, right? Yeah. But it has to start somewhere. Yeah, and 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 I mean, Disney, you know, Disney is not every single person that no. worked on this show. Right. They have their own thoughts, ideas. This is just the place that it lands because it's a Marvel product, right? Um, and if yeah. if we're gonna wait as society for the most altruistic company to actually speak <laughs> truth into society and like into like convey these messages without ulterior motives, we're never gonna hear it. But also, I will say it depends. It really makes a difference where it's coming from. Sure. It really does. You know what I mean? So uh, just because, it, you know, it's hard. I don't know. It, 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 uh, here's the thing. If it inspires people to care more and to ask better questions and to really try to empathize with people in a situations yeah. more and not just jump down the throat. I'm all for it. And I like that. Yeah. Um, or if it's going to get people to be like, why is Disney trying to tell me, you know, I, I, I just think it might have an opposite effect. And I don't like that. Oh no. Well, like anything, like, you know, the three of us have talked about this in the past, mm -hmm. how, um, people get upset about agendas when they're, when, when they see agendas in media, when they're, when these agendas aren't what they agree with. Right. Correct. Um, but when there are agendas that you agree with, we're all on board with it. Like we're, we're all like, you know, uh, yeah. we're all cheering for it. Um, like I can't, like it bothers me so much when people like, I'll ask them, Oh, what do you think about that movie? And they're like, yeah, like it was good. But then it got too, like it had too much of an agenda into it. Everything yeah, has an it agenda. Too, it got too political or got too this or got yeah. too that. And I'm like, it's art. It makes a statement. It's supposed to make a statement. Right. That's like the everything point. has an agenda to it, whether yeah. it's making money talking about society, making money or making people laugh or making money. It all has an agenda. <laughs> Except for this podcast. This podcast has no agenda. No agenda whatsoever. Yeah. And I mean, it just, it kind of threw me out. You know, that's the thing. Like I really like the show a lot. I, I do like the thematic elements of it, even the political statements yeah. they're trying to make and things like that. I don't know. It's just that it's probably that one scene in a little, in a couple of the things that were just kind of like, eh, okay guys, I, I see what you're trying to say here. But I felt like they Maybe. did a really good job with the speech to the senators. Now that you know, I think that for me, you know, honestly, Sam's journey in this redeems everything, um, especially with him struggling with like, should I really take this shield? Should I really be the symbol of a place that 
I don't feel likes me. Right. <laughs> that's what he, that's what I felt. That's what his struggle was. Yeah. Is like, should I be the symbol of a place? I don't feel likes me. And he thought the same thing that I think is that, okay, well, if I'm going to really care about this, I'm going to be the difference and yeah. I'm going to keep trying. And he says that in his speech, you know, I'm going to keep, I mean, he said that in a couple of times too. I'm going to keep trying. I think he was talking to his sister when he said that, like, I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up because that's what Steve would do. Steve would not give up. Steve would not stop trying. Yep. So, yeah. The speech was really good to the senators, holding them accountable for their their power and their, you know, not having inclusivity and people in the room to to make decisions, which is, hey, guys, that's why we, you know, fought a revolution from the French. Uh, hey, no, I'm just kidding, the hey. British. Hey. <laughs> you know, we didn't need to talk about that. Because we didn't get, we didn't have representation, man, you know? Similar, similar thing. I just like how he didn't ask for permission. Like, like Wakanda sent him a suit, like yeah. sent him a Captain America suit. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't like when they took the shield from John Walker, it wasn't like, well, let me go back and like discuss. He was just like, you know what? I'm Captain America now. Yeah. Like he didn't, he didn't go through the proper channels. He was like, here we go. I'm Captain America. Yeah. And I really liked when they were like, so what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to like get all these people housing and food. And, and he was like, was like yes. yes. <laughs> like there was no, there was no like, well, well, I mean, he was like, well, we can work stuff out. He was like, yes. Like that is what we should do as humans. We should, we, we should like help people. Yeah. 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 No, sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really like this show a lot. I th- great themes, really cool action sequences. Good story, a lot of buildup. Loved yep. seeing uh, Bucky's story come full circle with the old man and his son that he, you know, Bucky killed. Yes. Um, and <laughs> for did. and for and for you know Bucky to finally realize what it means to make amends and to you know yeah. reconcile his past with his future. Yep. It's really really cool, very therapeutic. Yep. Um, and we are getting Captain America four now. Yep with with uh, with Black Captain America. With I mean, Sam as Black Captain Falcon. America. Falcon yeah. America. Falcon they should America. call him Falcon America. Oh no. What is? Wait a minute. Is Sam even a captain? Is he like? Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Well, I just when I said that, it made me realize something. Yeah. Remember in that last in the in the scene where like Bucky is trying to go into the building and, he, and they, and they say move Sergeant away Barnes. and say Sergeant Barnes. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why are they letting this guy go through? I don't. I, I he's got a pardon, but he has to go to those therapy sessions. This guy was a cold blooded killer. Yeah, but he's and got a pardon, and um, that's why. The, yeah. Okay, but then why the whole like if that's an issue, the whole series doesn't work because like why would he be able to get on a plane to go to to Europe or to Louisiana? I, I agree. Like he just he just gets on the plane. He's like, well, not on a plane, but like he gets on a, a military plane. Yeah, and it like goes with Sam, and like is Sam running? I it's there's a lot of hokey stuff like that that i was just like okay whatever i'll just i'll just suspend my belief also hold on rick wakanda (laughs) sending a a suit for captain america yeah that's i feel like that's like a foreign nation involved in you know our our, our political process yeah but like their influence (laughs) but sam is no longer a member of the u.s military so he's been doing he's, his missions without being a military person. Yeah, yeah. The, he's and, working with the military. Well, like he he's working with the military, but he's he's not a member of the military. He, How does the government know, not know that maybe Wakanda deposed John Walker as Captain America is now installing their own Captain America? I feel like they'd be a little upset about but that. But even that's the whole like that's the whole thing when like um, Sam and Bucky are, are telling John Walker and Lamar um, like you know, we, we can like, let us do this because basically we're free agents, right? They don't work for the military. Still think foreign agency. So to go back to the Bucky thing, Bucky does have a little (laughs) section of the whole captain America, like tribute museum thing. Bucky has his own section in it. He does. Yes. And it refers to, it refers to him as Sergeant Barnes. Yeah, but I just I don't see anybody calling him sir. I don't know. I just like, sir, who are you? I thought it was a good nod to show the redemption of his character. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. It, it was it was it there. was a way to acknowledge the fact that 
not only has he done the work, but other people are seeing him do the work and know that he's 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 on the side of good now. Yeah. Face. He's like, I don't know about this. This guy wasn't he bad? But yeah, we do get Captain America four. Um I'm hoping there's an old man Steve at some point in there. There won't be. Uh I feel like he would have been here, right? Well, in the comic books, um there was old man there was old man Steve Rogers. Well they were referring yep. to him as past tense, like during this whole like show. Like he's dead, right? So I think he might be past at this point no they leave it ambiguous like he's either on the moon or he's somewhere else he could (laughs) they they say he's on the moon a lot i bet you he's like sipping my ties with nick fury he could be on on the moon yeah with it with a sword yeah sword ship he's up he's up on that space station with nick fury i just spit on the mic and that's you know who you know who else you're crazy man that's why you know who else lives on the moon the inhumans (sighs) anyways let us know what you think it's of, getting crowded up of there. Captain America and Winter Soldier. You can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can also um, Instagram at Instagram at it's going to get stupid. I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> My brain literally just stopped functioning. <laughs> So then you can also YouTube at YouTube and search it's going to get stupid podcast. And you can phone at 281-698-7043. You can phone the phone. You can Instagram at Instagram. Oh, man. All I thought, all all I kept thinking was at Instagram, at Instagram, at Instagram. What is the proper verb for Instagram? (laughs) Instagram. You can... You can, you can Instagram and Instagram. Because they had a birthday, so he is like, and he's. I'm past, getting old. He's yeah. past that point. He's like, I don't know. My brain, my brain's just like, okay, we're done, guys. Pack it up. We're over. Um, yeah, that was weird. Anyway, what was the last movie you watched, Jose? Oh yeah, it's a banger. So I watched the new Mortal Kombat. So I love Mortal Kombat. Is it the stupid? first one? Um, no, I'm just talking in general. Like, okay. I love the lore. Like, I've yeah. watched three-hour movie cutscene of the video YouTube's game. of the video game. Yeah, just watching all the cutscenes and all the lore, reading up and going on Wikipedia is like I am invested in Mortal Seeing Kombat. How terrible probably of a person Raiden is. Probably a little too much. Yeah, Raiden's a terrible. Well, it, obviously that's why he turned you know bad. Yeah. Um, spoiler if you never played the game, but like just the convoluted storylines and all the crazy stuff that's happening. It's like so in depth and insane. It's great. I love it. Yep. And then, you know, I really like the original movie, um, in 90, then came out in 95. Um, it was like a, I don't know, man, it was just like a blockbuster hit type of like once in a lifetime deal. You know, it's one I mean, of the first really good video game movies. The street fighter movie was yeah. terrible. I would say yes, because before this you had super Mario brothers, yep. which was, the worst movie ever (laughs) but actually it's not because double dragon is worse than that movie it just nobody knew about it like literally it's it's double dragon i'd rather watch super mario brothers than watch double dragon ever again um double dragon is stupid um and then you had street fighter but it came out like it came up a little bit before i think so you really never had a good comic book i mean a a good uh video game movie other than wizard that's different but it wasn't based Um, on a video game no it wasn't based on a video game and then like also it's a fighting game like movie and at at that time that that movie came out the lore wasn't as deep as it was now no but i was like how is this movie going to be any good and it was entertaining as heck i love that movie okay two things it wasn't gory at all the the game was pretty brutal mortal kombat and annihilation neither one of them were gory yeah no not at all they were hokey annihilation was like even more hokey yeah then it but it still it wasn't like it, here's the thing i didn't feel like it was trying to be hokey it just came off that way sometimes yeah. you know what i mean they were i think they were trying to like it's a movie that took itself real seriously <laughs> i feel and that's the problem the the, um, the modern one the mod no the 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 original the oh, 95 okay. one yeah i think it took itself a little too seriously at times you know what i mean um and it, and it ended up seeming goofy okay yeah. so now let's jump to the modern one i was super hyped okay before this they talked a lot about move, the movie coming out holly has no desire to little, see this movie 
they had these little well I, I don't know man it's pretty so they had all these little webisodes that i thought man those are really cool i was excited about those with Jax and sonia looking yeah. for some of the characters i was like this is if they could make this that'd be awesome so then i hear about this movie coming i'm like okay cool then i hear it's gonna be rated r and it's gonna be gory and i was like okay interesting because the game is like insane yeah so i watched the movie couple things one it is hokey but it's hokey on purpose like <laughs> it's trying okay. to be hokey <laughs> yeah good. like there's there's a scene where uh i'm just gonna tell you i got can i just spoil yeah, a little part fine. of it okay so kung lao um he does his spinning hat trick yeah where it's on the ground and he cuts natara in half okay okay but he rides her like a surfboard <laughs> <laughs> and cuts her in half and he's like he's got like blood all over him and he puts his hat on and he like slicks the edge of it and he goes flawless victory and i was like <laughs> why why would you do that it's stuff like that like that that whole sequence of events happens often in this movie okay so it's fun it's like not it doesn't take itself too seriously at all even though it does at times like there's times where it is serious and there's times where it's just like goofy zany kind of stuff happening um but it's like super gory like that yeah i saw like the first seven this first seven minute opening for it (laughs) yeah that was pretty gory but i would say there's only like four or five scenes that are actually that gory okay the rest of them, I mean, it's not it's not all gore. All the every fight's gonna have that, but um, it's pretty brutal. Um, Jax is dumb. Uh, I don't. So one thing that happened is the characters they used in this this storyline, not the good guys, but the bad guys. Yeah, I think they could have used other people and done something different with it. Because okay. I don't know. We'll see what the sequel happens. I'm trying not to give too much away with this movie because I think you should go and watch it. Okay. Like if so, you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you should watch the movie. Do they reveal who the main character is like in the game lore? Oh gosh. Yes. Okay. Is it is it is it a character within the game lore? <laughs> no. Okay. I thought that was really weird for Cole Young to be in this movie. I don't know I, but is. I understand that, why movies the main character? do his, that's his name, Cole, Cole Young. Cole Young. He's, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's a former MMA fighter uh, who's lost his okay. way. There you go. It's like, like that whole storyline is so dumb, but it does tie into another character. So, but it doesn't, it just, it's, he's a throwaway character. He's useless. I mean, like useless in a way of like, he has no depth at all. And okay. it's dumb. And he's the most boring part of this movie, okay. which is so frustrating because they could have, because I understand why they introduce a new character sometimes because they wanted to make things different, you know, and yeah. like lively and, and they can kind of take the story in a different direction because they have a new character to work off of. And you get something new that you don't know because it's a new character. Yep. Um, but in this case, it didn't work and I didn't like it. And I hope he dies. I don't think he will. He didn't die in the movie. Just spoiler, whatever. I don't care about that part because, you know, he obviously isn't. He's the, like the face of Mortal Kombat now. Um, I wonder if he'll get thrown into MK12. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to make like a movie version of all these people. Yeah. Um, but the fighting was really cool. There was not overuse of CGI. Yeah. I really like that. Um, whoever they had to do Raiden. I couldn't understand what he was saying half the time. So I really like missed Christopher Lambert. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. And then like the fights between Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion, yeah. they're speaking in Mandarin and they're also speaking Japanese yeah. and they're, they're just very, oh, you know, I was like, I can't, I don't, why are they talking? Just fight, just fight. Um, and then some of the costumes are kind of weird, you know, like, bulky and stupid is kano a good guy in this movie no okay i will say though that kano is the best thing in this movie wow that's hands down yes but it is like and i was at first was like oh what is going on why is he like the star of the show yeah but it was good it was worth it he's really good it's hilarious he and he he knows he's the comic relief he plays it off really good so all in all i think they did a solid job like seven out of ten, watch the movie. It wasn't the best. I think the reason that the '95 version is like my favorite nostalgia. is because the nostalgia. Honestly, this movie was probably better at building a world than the other one did. Well, if it does well, they're supposed to do four more. I sure hope they do because I'd love to see it. It was <laughs> the fighting was really cool. Um, you know, and that was one of the yeah. differences. They actually used. Um, 
I believe that every actor that they used actually has a history of martial arts versus versus throwing actors in there and using stunt doubles to do the martial arts movements. Yeah. Robin Shu was a martial artist. He was a good Liu Kang though. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't like the Liu Kang that got here as much, but, um, but still I solid movie. Go watch it. It's, it's, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. it. I mean, just be warned. It's gory at certain parts and there is way too many F-bombs. Like, uh-huh. they're just like, everyone just curse like a sailor. And I'm just like, there's no point. I just, I don't. The guy who played Raiden was in uh, Thor. Was what? he? Hogan. Is he Hogan. one of the. Um... One of his. Oh, yeah. gosh. No wonder. <laughs> the, wow. One of his warriors. I don't like him. Oh. I'm what glad he called? died in Ragnarok. Called? What were they called? The Warriors Four, yeah. Warriors Three, right? <clears throat> Warriors Three. Yeah, yeah. We he just did, watched Ragnarok. He did so. die in Ragnarok. He did. He was the he last did. one to hold Good. out, though. They all died in Ragnarok. They did. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Except them. for Sif, including Zach- Zachary Levi, who lasted Sif, like Sif two seconds. So sad. Anyway, yeah. that's what I watched. What about y'all? What did y'all last watch? Why are you pointing at me? Because what are we talking about? It's the show that you um, wanted to watch. We didn't watch a oh, movie, snap. but we started watching Shadow and Bone. Yeah, that's on that just got released um, on Netflix. Yep, we're about halfway through it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right How is it? It's really good. Like it's really close to the to the book. Um, they're mainly just focusing on the first book. There's three of them, so it got approved for next season. So I'm hoping they'll go through the books. But it's really good, and um, I mean, really, the only cast member that is known as Ben Barnes, and everyone else is like new. So I didn't know how that was going to go and I was thinking it would be cuz I just kept thinking of like the Shadowhunter like movie Mortal Instruments and was so terrible. It was terrible. So I was I like my um my expectations were pretty low but they did a really like the production quality's been really good and the acting's been great. Like what's, it's really what's good. What's the premise of the universe? Yeah, man. You, you so got to give some details. So like there's this whole group of people called Grisha. They're basically Ma- they have magic. They don't call it magic. They're benders. Um, they're basically avatars. They like they can. They're airbenders and waterbenders, and yeah. So they have three different type of Grisha. You can either uh, manipulate the elements like earth, water, air, whatever. Then they have like the ones that manipulate the body. They can like stop your heart or calm you down or change your face or whatever. Heal you. And then they have. Um, they're called well that's one that they can like create things they call them like fabricators and so they have like the main guy who's the general of this entire army he's um he can manipulate darkness i guess but he can use it as a weapon and so they have found the sun summoner which is his opposite and so they want to he like there's this whole like rip in the world that you can't cross through it because it'll like like everyone dies it enters the the fold and so it's this whole like he thinks that with the sun with the sun summoner she can like obliterate this whole like dark spot in the world it has a very um it's it's a reminiscent of like you know like the x-men deals with like you know social justice right like those that are different Mm -hmm. from you and so like you have you have the Grisha and you have the people that kind of side with the the Grisha, and then you have people that hate the Grisha because like they feel like they're an abomination in the world. Well, they call them witches. Yeah, they, like they, the witch. they yeah they they think that they're witches, and so if you're a Grisha, like there's there's they basically have a a cut between the east and the west part of the world, and then there's the north and south. But if you're if you're a Grisha or you align with the Grisha, if you go north and south, you're going to die. Right, because both the north and south part of this world hate like what's in the in the middle of the world, and they and, actively hunt them, yes. and actively kill them. Yeah, um, and so in order to get from east to west, you have to cross through the fold. But within the fold, it's like super dark, and there's these like weird bat. Bat. They're called they're called Volcra. They basically fly and are just teeth. <laughs> it's yeah. like teeth and wings. Like they yeah. will kill you. Yeah. Um, I think it's done really well. I don't know anything about the books. Like Holly's talked about the books since she read them because it was one of her favorite series. Um, but per- honestly, as a fan of the books, the the show is really close. It's yeah. really close, and I think they've done a really good job sticking with the like the main of it. And as someone who knows nothing about <laughs> the lore of the story, 
Um, I will say I think it's done really well. There's only eight episodes in this first season. Um, they're each about an hour long uh, or like, you know, like 55, 54 minutes uh, long. Um, they're paced fairly well. Um, and so I, I feel like it's a good Netflix is doing a good job with this one. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's released all at once. So we don't have to like wait. Each it's not week. like Hulu where it's <laughs> we Hulu have to or Disney. Wait each week for a new episode. Like, yeah, we can totally binge it all. Like hand, hand, the new season of Handmaid's Tales is hand. Maids and it's coming out and that's going to, they're going to do like two episodes. Probably that's what they did last season. And then it's going to be one episode every week. Uh, why just release that's everything. That's what they do. Okay. Why do they do that? That nobody cares about that. They want to, they want you to hold on to your subscription. Um, I'm... but I, I think, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting show. There's a lot of really interesting characters. Um, there's this group that kind of, there's this main story and then there's this kind of this underbelly story that's happening at the same time. Um, and I, I actually kind of like that a little bit more. It's that's a little bit more interesting. Point. It's a little bit grittier. Um, and the characters are not so... Um, there's a lot more color to the characters in the kind of underground world. Like, you know, not just like diversity-wise, but also just like their their lives are a little bit more colorful instead of just like we're either at war and you're Grisha or you're an army member. It's, I don't know. Well, there was a, the shadow and bone was a trilogy and then they released, um, books after those. Um, it was called the six of crows duology. It was the two books about this other, it was basically a, this little Island that is like criminals and it's just all the like, prostitutes live there and all the thieves and yeah. like any anybody that uh wants to not live right they all live there so i really liked those stories better and so they instead of leaving that whole those two books out they've kind of incorporated them into the original trilogy so they weren't part of the original trilogy okay. but in the show they've kind of brought them in as characters so it's they're kind of mixing the two series together yeah. but it kind of works. Um, and I mean, I like seeing all the people, so yeah. I like it. I think the way they're going to do it, there's going to be a story collision at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, the books going further after the six of crows duology, yeah. they're all together. Okay. So, I mean, they're just kind of making that happen yeah. faster for the show, which yeah. is fine because they're good characters, Yeah. but it's really good. I mean, if you haven't <laughs> read the book, you can still watch the show and, I mean, Rick would have to say, I think they're doing a pretty good job. The first episode was kind of like, they were, there was a lot of... It was like, universe building. Universe like building. Like really fast and, universe building. And I was like, are you confused what's happening? I mean, I knew what was happening, but I didn't know if it was translating well to someone yeah, that wasn't I mean, familiar. They were hopping kind of back and forth between this main, the main storyline and then like the kind of underground storyline. They're hopping a little bit back and forth really fast. But then after that, like it's kind of the pacing has worked itself out. Universe building is, is a really hard thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I think um, like just to switch this back to video games real fast, I've been playing Titanfall two, which is a precursor to apex legends, which is a game that Jose and I both play and that Holly tolerates as she sits and reads on the couch. Um, but I think apex for me has been so successful because they had such a big lore in universe that was already built in the Titanfall games. Um, yeah. and they've been able to carry that over and build upon it. And I think like, you know, um, the MCU did such a good job because there's like at least 20 movies worth of universe building before you get to infinity war and Endgame. Yeah. Right. And so, so are you trying to say that DC did not do a good job? DC did not do a good job of it, <laughs> oh, um, man. but it's either, you either have to like, you have to hope that your, your, um, audience is going to invest in universe building which i think the the that's what the mcu did or you kind of have to do it all at once and i think that's what a lot of shows do and there's like a good 50 50 chance whether or not that's going to be successful i would say that with this within the first episode i think they they did a really good job i'd give it a solid b plus of building the universe and then letting the series carry it forward It's worth a cool. watch. I'll have to I have to check it out. Right now I'm watching Invincible on Prime, so. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's yeah. that, that like, comic book cartoon. I, I like the comic oh, book yeah. a lot. 
So the show's really good, actually. Yeah. Really, really good. We'll have to check it out. Although Maybe. I hear JJ, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Every time I hear, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson, every time I hear yeah. uh, Simmons talking, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think that's cool. It. Yeah, that's it, man. If you haven't watched Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm sorry, Captain Amer- Black Captain America Winter Soldier, um, you should watch it. It's, good, it's a good series. It is. If you haven't watched WandaVision, you should also watch that. It's a very good series. Disney Plus is knocking these series out of the park, honestly. I'm pretty jazzed. You know, I've heard I've had um, a few people in my circle of people tell me that they gave up on comic book or like superhero movies. And I think these MCU iterations or chapters are really good reintroduction into what's going to happen in the future. I mean, I think they're just another avenue for people to get involved and invested in characters. Right. And you don't have to watch all the main movies. You can watch if you you like Captain America. Cool thing is like, look, if you like Captain America, you can just watch all the Captain America films and then go watch this. You don't have to watch all the other stuff. You don't have to do that. It's really good. Um, and then also, uh, you know, check out Mortal Kombat. Hey, get over here. You, doesn't that sound like so ham-fisted and forced? Get over here. Um, That's how they should really good... do it in the game now. Yeah, get over here. Like like he doesn't care like really. He's, he's just like, lazy. Whatever. So get like, over I don't here. know. Get over here if you want to. Yeah, get over here if you want to. I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> um, do, was, I have, was, do I have was, your consent? It was a solid, it's a solid effort. Um, and then um, watch Shadow and Bone. Yeah, Sh- Shadow and Bone sounds like a great show. I'm gonna start, start watching it. So yeah. that's all we have for the hundredth episode. Wow, it's been a hundred episodes. It's been amazing. Uh, let's go for a hundred more, right? Yeah, at least <laughs> at least a hundred more. Maybe two hundred more. Maybe by two hundred we can have sponsors. Maybe. I mean, I guess if we tried, we'd have sponsors. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, it's all we got for you today. Bye. Bye. <laughs>